All right, wrestling fans, this is Southern Dynamite back with another great Pro Wrestling America card for you. Your favorite fantasy wrestling league on the internet. This week coming to you from Renaissance Coliseum in Peoria. Seven big matches capped off by match number two in the Cage War series between the Spectaculars and Jarrett's Gang. In the card below that, four title matches. As Dan Spivey defends the television title, Cowboy Ron Bass defends the Illinois heavyweight title, Terry Gordy defends the title, the American heavyweight title against Sting, and then the world tag team champions have the titles on the line. Open invitation for that one. We'll get to those in a minute. We start off opening match, Iron Mike Sharp facing off against Facade. And they have a great match to start off the card. Sharp tries to load the arm brace, but Facade grabs his arm and leaps over the top rope, slamming it across the turnbuckle. Facade springboards off the top rope with the flying head scissors. Sharp flies across the ring and slams his head into the adjacent turnbuckle. Facade gets the pin after a package pile driver in a time of 3 minutes, 20 seconds. Next up, television title on the line. And in this week's television title match, Georgia heavyweight champion Elix Skipper challenges Spivey. Skipper has a wonderful match. He comes off the top rope with the new school. He covers and is within a couple of inches of a three count before Spivey kicks out. Ty Spivey takes charge of the match and gets the pin with a powerbomb to retain the title in a time of 12 minutes, 53 seconds. Dan Spivey is still your television champion. Next match, another title match. Illinois heavyweight title on the line. Cowboy Ron Bass defending the title against Iceman. This match was supposed to happen last week. Iceman never showed up. But Bass and Iceman have a wonderful battle that takes the entire 30-minute time limit that Heenan and negotiated with me since there are two other title matches on the card as well as the second cage war match. It almost seems that Bass and Iceman may need a cage to keep them in the match because the brawl spills out to the ringside area many times. When the bell rings to signal the end of the time limit, Heenan and Sunshine climb onto the ring apron. Bass and Parsons look disgusted with each other. Both want a few more minutes to be able to finish off the other. Heenan raises Bass's hand and the crowd boosts terribly. Sunshine raises Iceman's hand and the crowd cheers greatly. Heenan becomes indignant and starts to yell at the crowd. Iceman and Sunshine start a weasel chant to assist in Heenan's anger. Heenan storms off the ring apron, grabs the title belt, and hands it to Bass, raising his hand in victory once again. But the time limit expires. Yes, Bass gets to keep the title. Next match, Bad Company facing off against Dexter Poindexter and Dwayne Gill. Bad Company takes their anger with their recent issues on Poindexter and Gill. Eventually, Nick Patrick won't take Bad's company ignoring him into the rules. He calls for the bell and the disqualification. Your winners are Dexter Poindexter and Dwayne Gill by disqualification in the time of 3 minutes, 54 seconds. Next up, the American heavyweight title on the line. Terry Gordy defending the title against Sting. And Gordy and Sting have a wild brawl. At one point, Tommy Young is knocked out, so Hayes comes in to double-team Sting. Stone Cold makes his appearance and chases Hayes out of the ring with a taser. Gordy tries to complain about Stone Cold's interference, but he realizes that Young is still face down on the mat. Sting takes advantage of Gordy's distractedness. Both men eventually fall out of the ring in their brawl. Gordy tries to clothesline Sting, but Sting ducks it. Gordy wraps his arm around the ring post. Sting looks under the ring and finds a baseball bat. He slams it across Gordy's newly injured shoulder. 
Sting rolls Gordy back into the ring as Young gets back to his feet. Sting sets Gordy up for the Scorpion Deathlock. Gordy tries for more than a minute to reach the ropes, but he is having to do it with his injured shoulder. Finally, Gordy must give up his title to Sting. Sting becomes the American heavyweight champion for the second time, picking up the submission win in a time of 27 minutes, 56 seconds. All right, world tag team titles on the line now. New Age Outlaws. An open invitation. As the Central State Tag Team Champions, Crash Holly and Dean Malenko, make their way to the ring to challenge the Outlaws for the World Tag Team titles. All four men have wonderful showings throughout the match. It is a very even match with all four men having near falls. After 40 minutes, Malenko has gun locked in the Texas Cloverleaf. Crash is celebrating their victory in the ring, distracting Tommy Young. Armstrong climbs into the ring and nails Malenko with a running bulldog. Crash moves, shoves Young out of the way. Crash and Armstrong brawl in the corner. Gunn gets back to his feet before Malenko and nails him with the Famouser for the pen. The Outlaws retain the titles, but it was one of their hardest title defenses yet. I would love to see Crash and Malenko come back to challenge for the titles once again, but this time it is the Outlaws coming out on top in a time of 43 minutes, 9 seconds. They are still your world tag team champions. Now we get to the cage war. Match number two in the best of three series. This week, Jarrett's gang wins the coin toss, giving them the advantage throughout the match. To keep the same thing from happening as last week, every wrestler must go through a metal detector before entering the cage. To be different from last week, I make the captains come to the ring first. So Jarrett gets into the cage first, but it takes Rolando a couple of minutes to get into the ring as he has to empty his tights several times as the metal detector keeps going off. The metal detector also holds up Travis, which does not help his teammates. Travis takes almost a minute to get through the metal detector, giving Wolfie D and Jarrett additional time in their two-on-one advantage. Kendall finally sends Travis through the detector when his time comes. Kendall is held up because of his belt buckle. Kendall takes his belt and whips Travis towards the cage. Before they climb into the cage, Travis manages to slam the cage door on Kendall's arm. Once everyone is in the cage, the match breaks out into an all-out brawl. The three referees have a hard time trying to keep up with who is trying for a pin or a submission. Finally, Nick Patrick finds Storm locked into a bow and arrow submission by Kendall and calls for the bell. When the announcement is made over the PA system, Rolando gets into Patrick's face that no one submitted. Patrick holds his ground. As the Spectaculars minus Storm back Patrick into a corner, demanding he restart the match, Trish makes her way down to the ring with Jarrett's guitar. Scorpio opens the door for her as she slides the guitar into the ring. As the Spectaculars are still distracted by Patrick, Trish slides a few chairs in from ringside as well. Jarrett taps Rolando on the shoulder. When Rolando turns around, Jarrett nails him with the guitar. The rest of Jarrett's gang do their best to bend the chairs across the Spectaculars' backs. After the Spectaculars are left prone in the ring, Jarrett's gang leaves the ring to the crowd's great cheers. All right, Jarrett has now evened up the series one and one. Next week is the rubber match, literally. What will happen? Come back next week and find out. As we come back to Pfizer Forum in Milwaukee, it's going to be a great card. Round three of the best of three series in the Cage War series. Come back for that. Until then, this is Southern Dynamite thanking you for following Pro Wrestling America, your favorite wrestling league on the internet.